and welcome to How to Survive Your Life. I'm Molly Merwin, and I'm joined, as always, by Daisy Earl and Kaylee Cassidy. This podcast takes inspiration from the news, discusses it, debates it, and gives you top tips on how to survive everything. Hello, and welcome. Welcome to How to Survive Your Life. How are you survivalists? Did you have a good week? How did you survive? Did you survive well or not well? Either is fine. If it was not well, then we hope to help you this week. If this is your first time, welcome. If this is your 15th time, thank you for joining us. As you just heard, I'm Molly, and it's time to reach for that cookbook that you got six years ago from your mother that you never thought you'd use, or, or try to decipher Granny's scribbled writing of the family banana bread. And check the shopping list, because this week we are surviving home cooking. Woo! Yes. But first, let's check in with the ladies. Kaylee, how are you? How are you surviving? Uh, yes, I'm okay. I, I had a quite a busy week, actually, and I went to Torquay and spent nice. some time with my family and friends. And my mum was brilliant because she said, Kaylee, don't worry. My mum's Irish. Don't worry. I've got all of the vegan food for you. So don't worry. It'll all be very nice for you. And then she picked me up from the train station with my little brother who was driving the car. He's 17. And I was like, what are you doing driving the car? And then he's a man, Kaylee. Your little brother's a man. And then... He works at a chip shop, so he's got all these chips and fish and chips ready for us to eat on the wall. So we get out and oh, we nice. sit at Newton Abbott Station and we have some chips. And she's like, what about some scampi, Kaylee? Would you like some scampi? I was like, mom, I'm vegan. <laughs> oh, <laughs> yes. I forgot. <laughs> and I was like, what is all this vegan food you bought for me? Is the fridge just full of like mackerel? <laughs> yeah. So but then then I got we got home and then we were out in the garden and my mum's done this amazing thing where we didn't even have a garden and it was just like some what like really wild land and she managed to just like she's owned it now for like 15 years but she just managed to make it beautiful and it's she, it's wonderful out there she's got lights out there a little nice. sign that my nieces have Sweet. made saying Rosetta's garden Aww. totally cute and we sat out there and then Kean's like, oh, I'll go and get the ice creams. And I was like, oh, I can't have it. And she's like, I got a vegan ice cream for you, Kaylee. I bought you vegan ice cream. So I had a vegan ice cream. They had a normal ice cream. The next day I went to have another one and she'd eaten them all. <gasps> like, you, bought, you bought me vegan ice creams and then you bloody ate them all. But they're lovely, aren't they? And they're vegan. Imagine. <laughs> I mean, that's a fair point by your mom. You know, vegan food, actually good food. I don't know. Oh. Uh, it is surprising. No, I'm just kidding. I, we actually eat Actually, we had a vegan, um, it wasn't bolognese because it didn't have any meat in it, but it, it tasted just like bolognese in a consistency. It was so good. But what, what about this bolognese? Does that mean meat in Italian? Yeah, it means it, if it's a bolognese, technically it has meat in it. it has but they don't change it. it in Spanish, chili con carne. No? Yeah, that's with meat, isn't yeah. it? Oh, yeah. Carne, so. yeah. It's, it's, it's like the... It's, yeah, the I don't know. What's the Spanish for vegetable? Um, oh it's my just, goodness! It's vegetable. Just ve- yeah, je- vegetable. I'm learning vegetable. Spanish right it's now. Vegetable. No, it's you not. It's ve- not I think it is. It's vegetal. Vegeta- it's something. It looks vegetal. like vegetable, but it's said differently. Oh, we digress. Daisy, how are you? How are you surviving? I'm currently googling the Spanish word for vegetable because I'm not. You fuck off! You're right, vegetal. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, Thank you very much. Yeah, I know what vegetal Just... is in Spanish because that's all I order when I go there. <laughs> It just sounded like you went, oh yeah, vegetal. Okay, cool. Um, I'm good, darling. I had my first gig this week in four months. Amazing. It was actually really fun. So it was at Just the the Tonic in Nottingham. I had to wear a visor on stage, which was weird, but actually, and then instead of, yeah, instead of having a handheld mic, because it would rattle on the visor, they give you like one of those Madonna mics. Oh, nice. Weirdly, in the visor, I felt more confident because it's a bit like having a mask on. Yeah. You know what I mean? It made me less nervous. And I didn't know what to do with my hands, not having a mic because do you know what I mean by that I feel like you need that kind of prop but the audience were lovely they were distanced they had masks on which was really weird but bless them I think they laughed louder because you can't see their faces and it actually was quite nice because sometimes you get like one member of the audience 
who just don't smile and they just stare through your soul. And those people were covered up. And I think those yeah. people should always wear a mask. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> was it inside or outside? Inside. Like it's in like nice. a, a metronome, which is like a big sort of conference center mm-hmm. thing in Nottingham. But one part of it is a bit like a small theater. And uh, yeah, it was, it was indoors and it had Ed Byrne and Quincy was hosting and then there was Scott Bennett who's very funny and then Russell Howard was doing a like guest set so he came on at the end but you know what's so funny so him and Ed Byrne were backstage and I did not talk to them really at all other than saying hello because I'm very awkward with famous people if I don't know them. But it's such an odd double standard because if, like, I hadn't met Scott Bennett before, chatted to him like he was an old friend because he's another comedian. Do you know what I mean? You just go, it's like you must find that with improvisers and with comics. You just feel like you're somehow friends already. Whereas if they're famous, I'm like, oh, okay, I won't talk to you. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, that sounds amazing. I'm so happy to hear that. It's Mm. things are coming you know there's slightly a new normal i know kaylee by the time this airs will have done the new normal festival yeah that will actually happen throughout the, uh, the month of august so that's really exciting do you want to talk about that even though it's already happened by the time this airs do you want to talk about that kaylee well i think we're just because me and nicola are in the same household and we're doing an improv show together we've sort of we're okay on stage but everyone else we're sort of following a guidelines of keeping socially distant from each other and mm-hmm. um, we just like got a rehearsal tomorrow for it but I'm very excited about it it feels like it was such a part of my life which was regular yeah. and, and and I'm really quite nervous about it because it's oh, been a long time I mean thankfully we have this podcast which I consider performance improv all of it and it's mm-hmm. really kept me like fresh and creative but being on a stage of an actual audience in front of you who are like I don't know if they'll wear masks because it is going to be outside yeah so it, I think think maybe your gig because it was inside that you had to wear the the face coverings but I don't think you have to at this one but yeah no I'm so excited about it and um, I look forward to sharing it with you when when we next talk yeah that's exciting I'm so happy that these things are happening and how they go because this is gonna kind of do the benchmark of how things go forward until there's a vaccine or we understand this better. So very exciting. Okay. But before we do that, ladies, we have to get our, our saucepans. We have to get ready because home cooking for better or worse is what we're surviving. Restaurants have been closed throughout lockdown. Now restaurants are starting to open, but still they're not at capacity. A lot of people have been cooking at home more. Alex and I both enjoy cooking. Alex, I enjoy baking more. Alex loves cooking, loves, I swear, any of our friends that come over, if we ever entertain, people probably think I don't cook at all because Alex loves to entertain and loves to cook for people. But I do cook. I actually do most of the cooking. So he only does the cooking when people are coming (laughs) over. That's what I'm saying. It's so annoying. The presenter. He's the presenter, but I do all the baking. So I do all the desserts and stuff. Yeah. He he takes all the glory. Typical man. I'm just kidding. I love him. (laughs) No, I've got to say something on that. Like, I feel like I know Alex so well. I know his love language. I know everything about him. Uh, Not everything, but you know, I just got to know him so well. And I've literally never probably probably no. met him which is brilliant no you've only met him like for a split second but then he listens to these podcasts so then oh, yeah. he actually knows a lot about me and daisy so he it's mm-hmm. like we all know each other but we yeah. never yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah can i on that note tell yeah. you guys my favorite review so far of our podcast so almost everyone has been entirely positive oh, no. i saw a guy in the pub Uh-oh. who no no he wasn't negative he just said something that i thought was so funny so i saw this guy in the pub and he's like my mum's friend's son and he's two years older than me and he's a nice guy but he was very drunk so last weekend ben and i went for you know socially distanced pub meal and we saw him there and he was like oh how are you blah blah blah. and he went oh yeah i saw you got a podcast that's cool and i went yeah i do tom did you did you listen to it sorry i just said his name there but i don't think you care i said Uh, chloe yeah chloe i said oh yeah did you did you listen to me went yeah i did for about 10 minutes i thought it was all right and then i just realized it was basically just girls talking so i turned off (laughs) (laughs) just girls talking. i love that that's what our catchphrase should be just girls talking yeah yeah if you don't want to listen to just girls talking turn it on this is not Not if you you. don't 
Yeah. If you don't like listening to women talk, then you can turn it off now. If this is your first time, like no hard feelings. Yeah. Why are you here? Yeah. Yeah, Why are you here? (laughs) Okay, ladies, let's get to it. So last week, Daisy won and brought you both tied in this all important overarching tournament of survival, surviving life. Yeah, they say it's just girls talking, but we are fighting, Tom. We're fighting <laughs> to the bone, <laughs> Tom. Right, Tom. Tom, listen to me. I'm speaking right, <laughs> I'm I'm I know you. I with a javelin. <laughs> <laughs> it's survival is the fittest over here, Tom. <laughs> if this is your first time at How to Survive Your Life, welcome. Each week, we have three rounds. Well, Daisy and Kaylee will present a top tip. They will then rebut each other's top tip. Basically, what they're trying to do is get me to vote for their top tip. I give two points for the top tip and then I'll give another point possibly for a rebuttal or possibly if I like something that's said or just for whatever reason I want because I judge willy-nilly and I just give points to whoever, sometimes myself. Okay, now, so since Daisy won and I've learned something new about you both last week, Daisy, do you want to start this week or do you want to let Kaylee start? No, I'll I'll start. I'm ready. I'm good to go. On that note, Daisy, what is your first top tip for surviving home cooking? My first top, sorry, I stuttered Mm -hmm. immediately and that made me lose confidence, but I'm ready. My first top tip for surviving home cooking is don't burn the house down. So this was actually back in 2015, but it was just the funniest. There's actually, if you Google woman burns kitchen down, just that phrase, there's a fair few women that in their time have managed to burn the kitchen down. When I was at uni, in my first year, I lived in halls in Loughborough and I had a shared a shared room in a shared like sort of flat thing in this building. And I think shared rooms are quite normal in American like colleges, but mm-hmm. they're much bigger and nicer. This felt a bit like being in prison. I did not love Loughborough Uni in no way endorse it. Loughborough Uni is exactly how I feel about Birmingham as a city. So if you're a fan of the show, you'll know how I feel. But anyway, <laughs> I got a phone call and I'd already put a wok on the on the cooker with oil in it. And then I took this call and it was my mum and I just went out the kitchen and I literally just forgot. So then the kitchen feels Oh smoke. my gosh. The alarm goes off and it was, I just got back from somewhere. So it was quite late. It was like nine at night. The entire building, it's over a hundred people had to come out of the building. <laughs> and then the guy who like ran, you know, like the guy that does pastoral care, whatever. Mm. He was like, okay, well, we've had a look and it's from, and at this point I'd already been chatting to people and absolutely started out pretending I had no idea I was like yeah weird isn't it well sometimes the alarms are faulty blah 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 and then he was like <laughs> he came out and it was like flat 10f blah 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 could you all come over here so I had to come over and then everyone was still outside everyone knew it was me they booed me which was meant to be funny but I was like oh I've been booed you yeah got you got heckled before you started stand-up I got wow. properly heckled is that what made I you did. go into stand-up that experience? yeah I was like, I love this. Yes, God, give me more of this, adrenaline. <laughs> Yes. So yeah, although I can't be a judge, I think not burning down the house is a good idea. So in 2015, a woman in Manchester named Susan Dale, who was 66, saw a Facebook life hack that said, if you put toast with cheese into a normal toaster oh. and push the toaster on the side you can make a cheese toasty. So with no thought to kind of common sense, this woman literally set her kitchen on fire. And I just thought, why would you not question that? Why would you see something someone posts on Facebook and just think, I'll give it a go, in for a penny? But then... The funniest thing was back in 2012, the government, I don't know if you remember this, but there was a, around March, there was a fuel shortage and the government officially put out advice that people should keep fuel, like spare fuel in jerry cans. Anyway, this woman who, for her daughter, her daughter had run out of petrol. So she was like, that's fine. I'll put some petrol into I like decant it in my kitchen, basically, and I'll bring it over to your house for the car. So she, I don't know where she got the petrol from, whether she got it out of her own car or if she just had it. But long story short, she ends up, it was in York. She ends up decanting the petrol in the kitchen. 
she set her entire room and her clothes and herself on fire. <gasps> she suffered 40 per, 40% burns. Oh, it was like no. really serious, bless her. The paramedics came and like she survived, she was she was fine. But the government minister at the time, Francis Maud, was criticized for suggesting people should fill jerry cans because it was dangerous. Sorry, what is a jerry can? It's basically just a metal can. They had them in the war and stuff, and it's just something you can hold fuel in. But yeah, so the government got criticised at the time, and especially Francis Maud, for saying that they should use, they should store fuel. But to be fair, they didn't say the woman had, the problem was the woman had left her gas cooker on. Yeah. And I sometimes think with that kind of advice, you do need an element of confidence common sense because in my opinion her holding it her keeping it in a can wasn't the dangerous thing <laughs> playing with petrol next to a gas oven that was switched on that was the dangerous thing so yeah that is my advice for survival just basically be very aware of health and safety don't set yourself on fire excellent and that is such solid advice <laughs> i cannot wait to hear I have a quick story about this, about how I almost blew up my best friend's house. Amazing. (laughs) I was living at her house with her mom and stepdad. She was at uni and I was just, I I lived there for like two months before I was getting ready for uni. My, my flat wasn't ready. So I needed a place to live. So I was living there and you know, this is my best friend since I was 10 years old. This is like my second home. I know my way around this place. And I want to boil some water for something. I don't remember. It wasn't even something I needed to boil water for. I could have just like heated in the microwave, but I was like, no, I want to boil water. So I, tr- and it, so she had a gas stove top and I turn, I try to turn it and won't turn. So I try to turn it again and it won't turn. And so then eventually it turns, but then I, I think, I guess I, you know, boil the water, but then it won't turn off and there's just gas. Oh, this is what happened. It turns on, but it doesn't like click. It doesn't turn like the, 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 the starter doesn't click. And so no fire comes. And so I'm like, well, this isn't good. And so gas is now just leaking into the house. So I call her, she's like, you know, two hours away. I'm like, what do I do? What do I do? And she's like, well, I think there are some pliers in the drawer. You can like use the pliers and turn it off. I'm like, okay. That I was like, so I'm looking, I was like, these don't look like pliers. She's like, no, 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 they're definitely pliers. So I used it. They were wire cutters. So they cut the actual thing. So now gas is leaking. I'm like, Brianna, the gas is leaking. I don't know what to do. I don't want to. She's like, don't blow up my house. I was like, I don't want to blow up your house. I'm in your house. (laughs) And so then I like, I'm like, I don't know what to do. Her parents aren't home. So I open up all the doors. I have to call the gas company. And I'm like opening up all the doors. I basically have to stand outside, pray that this place does not blow up. And then just as the gas company comes to turn it off. They came pretty quickly. Uh, her stepfather rolls in and is like, hi, Molly. What'd you do now? Cause I'm quite clumsy too. And I was like, I couldn't turn off the gas stove. And the guy like comes, he turns it off. He's like, yeah, you're going to need a new stove top. Hi Molly. What did you do now? Good to know. Good oh to know. <laughs> yeah. I also love that you're coming to visit my actual home I was just about to say week. that. And this is the time you tell me. <laughs> I'm much better about these things now. I have not had an incident okay. like that since. Okay. I'm very attached to my house, Molly. Don't set it on <laughs> fire. Maybe I won't do any of the cooking. Okay, on that note, Kaylee, what is your rebuttal? So it was interesting that Daisy's tip was to not set yourself on fire, which is all your case studies were accidents. It should be really to people who want to set things on fire like houses because they need the tip because they need to not do it um and there's also a great song by talking heads called burning down the house which everyone should listen to metaphorically burning down the house is a good thing because it's a very good song burning down the house oh yeah that was my goal to get Daisy singing on this podcast. Thank you, everybody. <laughs> Good night. I'm off now. Russell Brand is calling me. Hey, Russell. I'm not joining him. I oh when oh well, this is awkward. I didn't know what I was gonna. T- I didn't know when we were gonna tell you, but Daisy, we have a special guest today. I'm very excited. <laughs> Survivalist, give it up, what everyone. Brand. Hey. <laughs> 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 Great. 
Thank you, Kaylee. Thank you, Daisy. Kaylee, what is your first top tip for surviving home cooking? So my first top tip is if it tastes like shit, squeeze some lemon on it, lemon on it, lemon on it. (laughs) (laughs) I have put up with this thing for weeks. She's out of control. If it tastes like shit, put squeeze some lemon on it. It's true. It's uh, true. Kaylee, it's I true. Mean, is, is this literally your whole argument? Like, is that just how this is going to happen for the next like five minutes? You see, I made some okay, polenta, yes. a little salad for my tea. It tasted so awful. Oh, typical me. Molly, she's beyond help. What are you like? What can I do? What can I say? I'm hungry and I'm starving. There's nothing left in the fridge. And before you say it, I can't download Deliveroo because I don't have any space on my Samsung. Okay. Thank you, Kaylee. If it tastes like shit, put some lemon on it. Lemon on it. Lemon on it. If it tastes like, you can sing along if you want. Tastes like shit, put some lemon on it. How'd you do? How'd you do? How'd you do? I don't know what happened. I put my heart and soul into the recipe. I followed it step by step, measured it accurately. Maybe the flying ants got into my flour or possibly it was an (laughs) April Fool prank that my kids changed the bacon powder for the talc. What do I do? What can I say? I'm starving and I'm hungry. Well, if it tastes like shit, put some lemon Jesus on it. Christ. Some lemon on it. Some lemon on it. If it tastes like shit, squeeze some lemon on it. How'd you do? How'd you do? How'd you do? Right. So now I'm on an episode of Come Down With Me. I should have tasted my menu first. I need that money to go on holiday. She's out of control. I don't even know what to do. And my provolone, rhubarb, and couscous souffle is burnt (laughs) and unedible. I don't know what to do. I need to win that money. I can't think of a solution. But then the lemon fairy arrives and whispers in my ear cut the lemon, squeeze it over your questionable meal. And then she vanishes in a squirt of citrus. Wait, I shout to the citrus lemon fairy a slippery pip has escaped (laughs) and i can't seem to get it out of the food how do you pick up a pip (laughs) the lemon fairy says if they do get a pip just tell them it's lucky so my friends if your meal tastes like shit squeeze some lemon on it i don't even know what to say now (laughs) she's actually she's leveled up you know what that was like have you ever seen a car crash and <laughs> you know it's about to happen? I've been in and one. And you say, like, yeah, exactly. You're in a car crash. And you know what's happening. And you're like, no, stop, stop, stop. Don't stop. Stop. I'm appalled. Stop I'm appalled at your behavior, Judge, for harnessing my creativity. <laughs> well, I'm going to say. They kept going no matter what you yeah, said. Yeah, okay. it will keep going. You keep going, don't you? <laughs> Last week, giving yourself all those points. Ooh. Well, we're gonna um, keep going. Thank you, Kaylee. Mm, Daisy, thank your you. rebuttal. Controversially, I enjoyed that in a way I cannot explain. <laughs> like, you know, when you get a tattoo and it's really painful, but you weirdly like it. Yeah. I I enjoyed it. I was like a half I wasn't sure at first, halfway through, it was like lemon on it. <laughs> If it tastes like shit, put some lemon on it. I was like, I'm going to take this to the kitchen. I'm going to rebut the facts, though. If you made a meal, like if you guys, you're visiting my home next week. Mm -hmm. If I said, guys, I've made this meal. It's got rancid meat, anchovy, and dust. And I've just made it, but don't worry. I put a bit of lemon on top. Oh, I'm all over it. It's fine. Yeah, but you're vegan. So (laughs) I think think it's a legitimately good tip. Okay, well, I'm not sure that lemon would really cover many sins in the kitchen. And I'm 99% sure Kaylee's been on her own a lot this week. (laughs) But yeah, that's my rebuttal. Thank you. Thank you, Daisy. Thank you both. Okay, what a round. What a round. (laughs) 
wait for this and is I, I can't either. I literally have no idea what's about what I'm about to say. You're so I'm loving it, Molly. You're so baffled. Like it's Well, here's one thing I was gonna say. Well, what here's one thing I do know. I wanted to give Kaylee a point what? for getting Daisy to sing. I think that was, I mean. It was weirdly impressive. It was I'll weirdly impressive. So there was a point for that. But then. I sang. <laughs> you sang. So I think that makes that neutral. Because okay. I would give you a negative point. So at this point, you're back to zero. Where well, I'm um, happy So is. then we have to look at the arguments themselves. Don't burn the house down. And if it tastes like shit, put some lemon on it. <laughs> No, Molly, that's not what the tip was. Go on, do it again. To be fair, Molly, that wasn't what the tip was. If it tastes like <laughs> shit, put some lemon on it. Yay! Put some lemon on it. I like that she remixed that as well. That wasn't quite the tune. <laughs> I, know, I can't remember what the tune was. So Molly I was like, remix. You know. Anyway, so was it if it tastes like shit, put some lemon on it? Was that it was, it was supposed to be squeeze some lemon on it, but you know, I well, okay. So, and I think burning the house down is an important tip for everyone to know. It, I, th I feel like Daisy's was more so be aware of what's going on in your kitchen. That's what I felt like hers was, mm -hmm. which is true because if I has was aware of what a wire cutter was and a plier, then I almost didn't blow up a house mm. so i mean just put me in my misery it's fine it's fine <laughs> i didn't expect to well, win the, okay despite the singing the one thing i actually did like about yours kaylee is the rhyming ah. if it tastes like shit put some lemon on it yeah oh, molly merwin i'm telling you right now if you give her a tip <laughs> over me when my tip to survive was do not burn your house down hers is put lemon on shit food. <laughs> I'm calling biased, okay? I've suspected it for weeks and I call it. <laughs> okay, you know what? Daisy makes a good point. So I'm going to give Daisy two points. I'm going to give Daisy the two points, but I am going to give Kaylee a point for rhyming because I do like a good rhyme. I like hip hop. <laughs> it's true, guys. Um, okay. It was so, not hip hop what I did. No, it wasn't at all. But I, I also, yeah, I love that you say I, that I like, like rhyming, rhyming and hip hop. That's like, how I justify it. She said, if it tastes like shit, put lemon on it. Like, yeah, that rhymes. She's not no, Hamilton. Now, you know what I mean? I took enough burns as I was performing. <laughs> I don't need to hear them all now. <laughs> Sorry. Okay. Okay. As I said, I quite like. Let's it. go to step two in our recipe for surviving home cooking. Great. And Kaylee, you will start. What is your second top tip? I'd love oh, to. God. Jesus <laughs> oh, Christ, God. she's getting another instrument okay, out. Okay, listeners, you can't see this, but she has another <laughs> instrument. I'm sorry. I'm drawing the line at ukulele. I'm just... This is ridiculous. <laughs> okay, so my second top tip, y'all out there, coming to listen to me <laughs> play, is... If it tastes like shit, put some salt on it. Salt on it. Salt on That's, it. If it tastes like shit, put this some is salt literally her argument. It's true. It's true. It's true. You see, I ate some gammon, and I made some roasty roasts, and I also made some veggies. Well, I didn't actually make them. I grew, like, I bought them. But I am growing mm. vegetables in my garden right now, or my kitchen garden. Mm. Anyway, so I made some parsnips, and I made some potatoes, and I made some carrots. I roasted them all, you see, remember that. And I also roasted some cucumber. I think maybe you can't roast cucumber. It's the other one. That's right, the one that the hipsters are baking in their cakes. Cool, blimey, jets. Anyway, I can't buy any more food because we're stuck in a strict, strict, strict lockdown. So I'm just gonna have to. Well, what can I do? I need a tip. If it tastes like shit, put some lemon on it. Lemon on it. Why oh, I'm saying lemon? Oh, shh. No, I'll start again. If it tastes like shit, put some salt on it. Salt on it. Salt on it. If it tastes like shit, put some salt on it. It's true. It's true. It's true. 
You see, it was all going so well. The lasagna was bubbling away. But then my neighbors knocked on my door and they were crying. That doesn't rhyme. Uh, they had lost their cat. And so I said, I'm so sorry. Why don't you come in? Come inside. Have some dinner with me. But when I opened up the oven, everything was hairy. How did their cat get in my oven? Oh my God. What can I do? What can I say? I'm starving and I'm hungry. This tastes like shit. This situation is shit. Can I just pour salt on my neighbor's heads? I know they're not slugs. I don't want them to die, but I want the situation to be better. I think I'll just pour salt on my neighbor's heads. If it tastes like shit, put some salt on it. Salt on it, salt on it. If it tastes like shit, put some salt on it. It's true, it's true, it's true. You see, I'm shit at cooking, so I eat ready meals, but they taste like crap already, and they're also full of salt. I cake the fuckers in more salt just to make it edible, but I also have 10 sugars in my tea. And I also brush my teeth with Himalayan rock salt because I'm classy. <laughs> Is that what Russell Brand told you to do? Yeah. If it tastes like shit, put some salt, salt on it. Salt on it. Salt on it. If it tastes like shit, put some salt on it. It's true. It's true. It's true. It's true. Oh, what? So, guys, if you do have a meal and it tastes like shit, I recommend you put some salt on it and it will taste better. Thank you, Kaylee. Very unexpected turn with the cat there. Was not expecting I know. a dead cat on lasagna. That's storytelling for you. That is storytelling. Daisy, your rebuttal. There is a <laughs> musical theater element of you two that I underestimated <laughs> when I agreed to do this podcast, but I want to be supportive so i'm gonna do my rebuttal in song oh that's okay. my Whoa! goodness <clears throat> we're going rogue we are that is yes anding if you're doing a podcast and you don't want to research don't want to research don't want to research why don't you just sing all your points if you're doing a podcast and don't want to research don't want to research don't want to research you can take one very short argument and just sing it for your time <laughs> no that, that isn't a rebuttal that's a burn Straight to the bone, and so so true. You know me so well, Daisy. (laughs) I just literally halfway through the second song, I was thinking it's been quite a sunny week this week. She's just not done any homework. She's been out burning her incense, reading her books, snuggling up with the Guardian. She's not done anything. And the Guardian is. I won't be telling you that. <laughs> okay, I'm gonna have to get back with the track. Guardian. Like the Guardian's the name of my lover. The Guardian. I don't, I, yeah, I don't even know what's happened right now. This is rogue in ways I had no idea. I know. So thank you, thank you, Daisy. Thank you, Kaylee. Daisy, with that, what is your second top tip for surviving home cooking? Can I just say, imagine if someone tuned into this podcast <laughs> this week for the first time. <laughs> Okay, so sorry. My second top tip for surviving home cooking is try not to get poisoned. So poisoning, especially by women, is something that historically it's been a very popular crime for women Mm. because obviously women are physically weaker than men. So since Victorian times, it was very difficult then to divorce your husband. So especially if your husband wasn't very nice and you wanted to off him, you could poison him. Now, there are some cases that I think poisoning is absolutely justified Mm. and I will stand with you in doing it. So there was a lady named Yvonne Godwin in 2008 in Gloucestershire. She was acquitted, which I was really happy about because she actually added a lethal dose of rat poisoning to a chocolate cake intended for her husband to murder him. But she, he was abusive. So he had basically for years, all the years they were 
together and she had long documented and there was witnesses of abuse and the judge bless them said to her you are not a criminal in any shape or form so basically she was so pushed to the edge she just felt she had no choice and she had to poison him I have so much contempt if that's the word for men that abuse women mm-hmm. I think it's weird because I'm not for things like capital punishment but I think that if you murder someone because they've like ritually abused you for years I mean I'm I think you should just walk yeah. and she did so that was good so on on one hand I think poisoning is is okay obviously watch out for it you don't want to be the poison person that is my point but there are other cases like there was the woman in India who I mean bless this woman I don't know why I say bless her because obviously this is a terrible thing to do but also I know how irritating other women can be and I think she was just pushed to the edge so her sister-in-law's And her friends, they always made fun of her cooking and they were really horrible about it. So one day she laced her cooking, she laced dal, which is an Indian dish, I believe, with snake poison. So she put in so much snake poison that 88 people who were at this sort of family party she was cooking for got very sick. (gasps) Five of them died. And (gasps) I just think that that was back in 2018 and that's on Metro. If you, if someone insults your cooking, by all means, stop inviting them. Say you're no longer welcome in my home. Don't get the snake poison. You've always <laughs> lost. No one, you're never the reasonable party when you get the snake poison out. <laughs> but there was a brilliant article on Vice.com by a lady named Lakesh Goodluck. That's actually her name, which I thought was also quite fun. And she told us about a lady named Jacqueline Patrick who gave her husband poison. Well, he in fact put antifreeze in his cherry Lambrini, which made me think this was actually in 2013 at Christmas time. But I thought, who has cherry Lambrini? Like what kind of, I find him quite suspect as a man on that information alone. But yeah, so he basically felt that he was feeling drunker than usual and then fell into a coma But they knew, so he actually did survive, but they knew the paramedics, she got caught out because she wrote a, like a fake suicide note, but she misspelled the line, uh, the word dignity. She spelled it D-I-G-N-A-T-Y and he could spell. (laughs) So that was how they proved he didn't write it. Um, She put, I would like to die with dignity with my family by my side so yeah that wasn't very nice but yeah it's been a really popular thing as I said since Victorian times Marianne Cotton between 1865 and 1873 she was known as the arsenic murderess and she in the north of England murdered three of her four husbands (gasps) as well as a lover to to collect their insurance policies oh shit and it's believed she had 21 victims and 11 of her 13 children she poisoned so she basically just why would she kill her children she was out of control she just got a taste of poisoning and she was like i am putting this in everyone she's like Haley with her instruments yeah Um, except, you know, we love Are you, la- are you saying that my instruments poison people? <laughs> I never, I would <laughs> never say that. Would never say that. Nor did I. But there was also a lady who, I don't like this, um, what they called her because it feels, even though it's not racist, it just sounds racist. So her name was Lakava Kaur Singh. And then she became known, and I'm quoting from the article here, as the curry killer. Because she poisoned her then husband with curry because he cheated on Mm. her. And she said, he broke my heart, so I stopped his. (laughs) And I think, whilst that's quite quite poetic, again, just divorce him. I think you've always got to think how extreme you're going. Yeah, because it it actually reminded me when you said like, that he broke my heart, so I stopped his. Pop, squish, six, Yeah. <laughs> he had yes. it coming. He, he had, had it coming. coming. In Chicago, did they poison their husbands? Yeah. In well, yes. 
Yes, you're right. Lots they of did. different ways. Yeah, lots of they killed them in different ways, although they were all innocent, quote unquote. Ah, uh, yeah. So yeah, basically that's my survival tip is don't get poisoned and also don't be the poisoner, because then you've got to go to prison, just divorce them or leave. And when I say don't get poisoned, I know that Kaylee's gonna say, but how? I would watch out for someone being very keen for you to eat something. Mm. You know, if they watch you eat, if they're like, no, please have more tea, then be like, well, why do you, you drink the tea first. <laughs> Let's see. Excellent. Thank you, Daisy. Kayla, your rebuttal. Thank you so much, Daisy, because literally that is what I was going to say. <laughs> so thank you. It's like, yeah, I'm in, it's like we are in sync now. Are you getting your period tomorrow? Oh, I am, yeah. Yeah, me too. <laughs> so yeah so I literally was going to say that then you answered it and I'm totally going to watch out for people who are over keen for me to eat food because also you get like feeders you know men who feed you I've seen like a, a feeder oh. pigeon before wait a what a pigeon when I was in Barcelona I saw a really skinny pigeon next to an absolutely gigantic pigeon and they were like sort of cooing at each other Aww. and I think it was a, a feeder relationship I I deduced that's Aww. nice. I love that's really sweet of you. Very <laughs> on you to have ever remembered that as well. I I'm bowled over. Bowled over. <laughs> okay. Thank you, Kaylee. Thank you, Daisy. What a round. What a what a round. What an episode, ladies. Good stuff. Good stuff. So Daisy made a good point in regard to Kaylee's arguments this week. So I think I'm gonna give her a point for that. Basically, Kaylee just enjoyed the sunshine, and that's what her <laughs> arguments are. So giving Daisy a point for that. Oh, but this is tough because I do. I love salt. I love salt. I love salt so much. I will just add salt to anything. It's so good. Everything's better with salt on it to me. And uh, but to to Daisy's point, don't don't get poisoned, but also don't let it get too far to do the poisoning. But I think thinking about the episode, how to survive home cooking, I'm going to give the two points to Kaylee. What? I know. Me? I've got it. This is my judgment. This is what the judge decides. This is the job I have. So I'm giving you two points for if it tastes like shit, put some salt on it. Thank you. And with that, we go to the final round. You are both now tied three to three. And Daisy, you will begin this round. What is your final top tip for surviving home cooking? Can I just reiterate again? Because I want it out there for the record. If I lose this episode... When all Kaylee's doing is different songs about what to put on or not put on food, I am definitely calling biased. Okay, just okay. So it's noted. With that, Daisy, what is your final top tip for surviving home cooking? Tip there. My final <laughs> My final top tip for surviving home cooking is to be confident. So I couldn't cook for years. And when I say I couldn't cook, what I mean by that is I told myself I couldn't cook, so I couldn't cook. And I think actually telling yourself whether you can or can't do something largely dictates the outcome. Because if you think you can't, you can't. If you think you can, you can. I remember I had a maths tutor for GCSE maths because I was terrible at maths. And my maths tutor, bear in mind, GCSE, I was must have been what 15 16 years old he was this adorable old man that lived in the next village and he used to think he used to say to me look you've got to think of it as you're a train going up the hill and you're going I think I can I think I can I think Aww. I can and I was like so adorable I love that I know <laughs> But yeah, so basically in lockdown, I've started cooking because I didn't really have an, an option. And I'm actually, and you guys are coming to visit next week, so you can bear witness to this. I'm actually pretty good. And I found that I find cooking quite enjoyable now. I found that it's I won't much... pack any lemon or salt, I promise. Please don't. <laughs> yeah, if you put lemon on my food, I'm going to be really offended. Now I know what I mean. <laughs> lemon yeah <laughs> I just put a load of lemon over this terrible food day. but yeah I found that it was a lot easier than I thought it would be much much easier because I think that a lot of people who are cooks like to make it look more difficult but I mm. also found there are some incredible apps that really help me that I can massively recommend so there's an app called meal lime so that's meal one word lime l-i-m-e and meal lime basically it's a recipe app but it's like a food planner so you can pick say five meals they'll then give you like a shopping list you can put it to and but it's a shopping list 
of all of those different meals so if you use an ingredient in two meals it's only going to tell you to buy it once oh nice it does all the maths for the quantities for you so if you want to do it for six people or two people it'll do more or less the meals are submitted by cooks like sort of amateur but good cooks so you can actually give a rating and send a message to the person that put the meal on there so it's sort of like a recipe sharing site which I thought was really cool kitchen pal I also really like but I think you would only like this if you're one of those people who likes to be just incredibly well organized to the point that you're maybe not fun at parties because basically (laughs) how kitchen pal works and no offense molly but i did think you would like this you just seem like quite an organized person i think you'd be don't let don't get me wrong molly i think you'd be a riot at a party but i just think you could like this i am a riot (laughs) kitchen pal bring the party (laughs) and can i just say molly all the people that bring the party definitely say that they bring the party so thank you (laughs) but kitchen pal you basically when you buy something thing you scan the barcode and then kitchen pal makes like a virtual kind of pantry for you where it has all of the food that's in your cupboard fridge and freezer on the app and then it will give you recipe suggestions based on what food it knows you have but it will also when you scan it you put in the use by date so it will alert you when you're about something's about to run out because the idea of it was that you wouldn't waste so much food because it would give you recipe ideas for what you've got and if your chicken's like a day out then you could get a little notification being like you've got to use that chicken so I like kitchen pal but my favorite thing and this isn't just in food but in life is life hacks I don't know if you ever see these in like magazines or so there's a website called cozylittlehouse.com and they basically they have life hacks that I'm sure are great so it's things like you can use ketchup and salt Kaylee you'll love that to clean copper if you want to get the Mm. shell off boiled eggs apparently if you put baking soda in when you boil the eggs the shell will just come off if you put your ice cream if you store it in like a ziploc bag then it will stay soft even though it's frozen Mm -hmm. so it's just all these like little like kitcheny hacks that they've got one of my favorite ones was that if you buy if you get one cup of salt one cup of flour one cup of water and food coloring you can make paint for like painting so I was like oh that's clever I mean you guys looked really (laughs) underwhelmed by that and I Jenny was like (laughs) I would just make bread with that actually salt water flour you can make bread with that yeah you can make bread okay you could <laughs> or you could put food coloring in and you could or you could exactly yeah <sighs> paint definitely the way to go Heckled by the judge but yeah so um <laughs> on um pinterest you get loads of like little kitchen life hacks and they are weirdly fascinating so that would be my tip and also if i don't know how to cook something or do anything youtube saves my life all the time Mm. i once broke down Mm. and genuinely fixed my car using youtube tutorials so i'm just saying yeah so be confident and use life hacks nice thank you daisy actually i think i'd like kitchen pal in theory but i don't think i I think it would just be like too much for me but my husband freaking flip and that sounds just like right up his alley (laughs) It's an app. It takes data. Uh, it organizes. Like, I think he might actually get off and be turned Can off. Can I just that say, app. I cannot wait to meet your husband because everything you tell us about him is just outright adorable. Do you know what I mean? I know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it is. He is. He is. Okay. Kaylee, what is your rebuttal? So if there's one time in your life where you don't need your phone, I think it's when you're in the kitchen cooking. Because I think if you've got messy hands from whatever you're doing, you get your phone all smeary. So I actually don't recommend using apps for when you're cooking. I recommend just getting a cookbook, one that you can just sort of work your way through. And then once you've finished with it, you can pass it on to someone else and like highlight your favorite ones, or you can keep it and then just get yourself another one. There's just so many affordable cookbooks out there. And I think it doesn't matter if you get a page dirty. Thank you, Kaylee. And with that, Kaylee, what is your final top tip for surviving home cooking? My top tip number three is... Now, let me set you Wait, 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 wait. Before you say, Daisy, let's guess. What instrument do we think she's going to use? Oh, yeah, you're not going to guess this, but go on. Jesus Christ. Is she actually... She's already used the glockenspiel. She's used the ukulele. What else does she play? I mean, there's no stopping, Cassidy. A recorder. I'm going recorder. 
I swear to God, Kaylee, if you take out a record, okay, I don't know. Let's see what happens. What do you think? What do you think? I'm Irish. Uh-huh. A flute! A flute! A tin whistle! No, I haven't really. No. Is it a tambourine, Kaylee? That feels very you. No, but I've got one on the wall. I forgot about of that. I would have used have. that if I of knew I, if I remember. <laughs> Damn. Ready? Yeah, I think. I don't know. I'm going to just go and then I'll tell you what the instrument is at the end. So let me set your mind at cheese. This top tip doesn't get cheddar than this. You've lost me. If it tastes like shit, put fuck loads of cheese on it. Fuck loads of cheese on it. Fuck loads of cheese on it. If it tastes like shit, put fuck loads of cheese on it. Oh, it's Gouda, it's Gouda, it's Gouda. I was the bassist in a band, not Oasis. We had our arena success pot life. But after leaving blur, my life was a blur. Fuzzy, fuzzy, off. Until I found my savior. Until I found my life. Ooh. Jesus was his name. <laughs> my Lord Again, unexpected. That's why you should put loads of fucking cheese on it. Put loads of fucking cheese on it. Put loads of fucking cheese on it. It it tastes like shit. Put lots of fucking cheese on it. Oh, it's Gouda. It's a Gouda. It's a Gouda. Now I don't have a PH cheese, but I do have an MA in creative writing. I don't know if that even matters. Does it? Not now. But let me set your mind at cheese. All the best <laughs> meals come already covered in it. Lasagna mac and cheese and baby bells that's it ha ha it's the laughing cow if it okay she's not done tastes okay. like shit put fucking loads of cheese on it <laughs> fucking loads of cheese on it fucking loads of cheese on it if it tastes like shit put fuck loads of cheese on it oh it's a gouda it's a gouda it's a gouda and cheese is part of a ketogenic diet saving children from epilepsy oh you said i didn't do any research daisy how surprising <laughs> it produces them having seizures no and it saved charlie <laughs> no. smith's life accordingly oh if you're having life problems put fuck loads of cheese on it fuck loads of cheese on it fuck loads of cheese on it oh if you're having life problems put fucking loads of cheese on it it's gouda it's gouda it's gouda now, obviously, I'm um, including an apology. It's not the apology you think I'm going to do. Okay, I didn't think it's so. It's all my vegans out there. Uh, mm. This is a top tip for dairy lovers because vegan cheese tastes like shit. And well, I like my vegan cheese served with a squeeze of lemon, a pinch of salt and a fuckload of cheddar on the top. Thank you, Kaylee. Are, are you done? Okay. Good. And the instrument? Oh, actually, this was a say. I feel dumb. Is it cocktails? cocktail sticks? Nope. It's fisherman friends and their lemon in a jar. Sure. There you go. I'm going to have one now. Great. Thank you. Thank you, Kaylee. Daisy, your rebuttal. When Kaylee said all food is better by covering it in cheese, she listed an example of baby bell, which is just a small (laughs) cheese. It's not covered in cheese, is it? It is cheese. I just wanted to pull her up on a technicality. (laughs) I just wanted to ground this episode in some sort of fact. And that's yeah, the fact. It's, it's, it's actually really interesting you say that, but actually at the very, very centre of the baby bell is air, and that is what the cheese is wrapped around. No. No. Thank you, Kay. No. Thank you, no. Daisy. I'm not letting her bamboozle me this week. That is not true, Kaylee. Admit it. Admit it. <laughs> It's not true. It's not true. It's not. No, it's not. But I just think Baby Bell, I just thought, oh, yeah, it's covered in cheese. But actually, it's covered in wax. And that's good to squeeze it into shapes. That actually is good. Can I tell you a really fun fact quickly about Baby Bell? Bye. (laughs) Yeah, no, I would like to hear it. Kaylee, I have indulged three full songs this week. I'm telling you my Baby Bell fact. Yeah, I think you she deserves this, Kaylee. Go ahead, Daisy. The wax on Baby Bell, if you are writing a letter to a friend, you can use a lighter, drip Baby Bell wax on the no. letter and make it look like a little seal. Oh, I love that. That's Fun, a really good it? top oh, tip. Nice. Why haven't you given that as a top tip before? I just did. There you are. Bonus it's an tip. extra tip. 
Okay. Thank you, Daisy. Thank you, Kaylee. Great stuff. Interesting round once again. Thank you, ladies. Yeah. Didn't expect Jesus to come up in this episode, but there he was. Jeez. What did you say, Molly? Jesus. Jesus. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> that makes more sense. Yeah. Okay. What was I thinking? Jesus. I love that you literally thought Kaylee had gone so rogue that she made her last song a bit religious. <laughs> I did. I was like, oh, okay. You know, whatever. She did just spend time with her mom. I think her mom's religious. That's cool. Um, Is your mom religious or does Molly just think that because she's Irish? No, because she takes care of a nun. She totally does. She does take care of a nun and she's very religious. She goes to church. Okay. Let's take it back. Cool. To puke all over the floors. Am I right? (laughs) (laughs) Kelly, did you get a lot of sunshine this week? Honestly. It's like you've got heat stroke. I, I was going to say, I think she got drunk off vitamin D. Can I tell you what's happened? Tell me. I mean, a breakdown, clearly. I mean, let's not <laughs> just the elephant in the room. I listened to a podcast with Mark Moron and Jim Carrey. And he yes. it's Have you heard so that good. one? Yeah. So and good. he says something about, I've got it. I've got the quote on my wall and I can't remember it, but he said something and it made me feel like, oh, like I'm going to feel a bit more free now in like my weirdness. And this episode is coming at a time straight after I listen to it. So I guess I've just there gone. There you go. Yeah, what? I've gone there. Just gone rogue. What if someone else wanted you to feel a bit less free in your weirdness, though? Well, they'd have to be, like, as um, convincing as Jim Carrey because it's a really good podcast. Pretty, I really, yeah. It was very inspiring, especially yeah. for, like, artists. Yeah, yeah, and, yeah. That's what I yeah. thought. And creativity. It was, yeah, it was good. Okay, so a couple points to give this episode. Uh, this episode. <laughs> this give round. the episode. <laughs> I don't know. Sorry, I'm writing shit down. I'm actually, I really liked, I'm going to give one point to Kaylee for give a cookbook and pass it along. I think that's a really good gift idea and a really sweet thing you could do. Like even during lockdown, that's something that you could do with, you know, you can't really cook with your friends now, but maybe you have a cookbook and you mark stuff and like, this is what I made during lockdown. You could exchange gifts. So I really like that. That's a really sweet, I think, gift and gesture. But I think overall, I'm giving two points to Daisy for have confidence with your cooking. I think this is such a great tip because you're never going to get good at something unless you practice. That is cooking. That is whatever you choose. Being You don't just automatically. Some people may be more inclined than others. Some people may have been taught earlier in life. But you never do it unless you have practice. And also on that note, when you're practicing, except you're going to make mistakes and there could, it could mm. taste like shit a couple of times. And, and then, then you could put lemon or salt on it. Or cheese. Or cheese. So I really like this tip. I think have some confidence. Be, you know, don't be afraid to get crazy and try new things. You know, even with when I was making sourdough, I'm one thing I like about baking is it's very structured. Mm. That's one thing I like about baking. However, it's it can be very unforgiving. But now that I've made sourdough a couple of times, one time I just completely fucked up my ratios. I'm like, you know what? Fuck it. I'm just going to add a little bit, a little bit of that. And it actually turned out to be my best sourdough. So there you go. Oh, wow. I'm going to leave it at that. That gives us five points to Daisy and four points to Kaylee. And I'm so just Daisy, happy to have got points. That's all I can say. Yeah. <laughs> Daisy, you have survived home cooking. Ladies, any final thoughts as we it leave for the oh, there? No, 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 no. I'm the winner. She's not allowed to sing anymore. Ah, <laughs> ah, ah. I won. I won. That's all I want to say. No more singing. I think we should have a new rule that you can have one song per episode. One. One song? I would never even perform one song. So now I have to perform (laughs) one song every episode. (laughs) It's a lot of pressure. (laughs) With that. Okay. Thank you. Take it back. Ladies, <laughs> this has been How to Survive Your Life, How to Survive Home Cooking. I'm Chef Merwin. That's Lavender Bush. And that is Moon Cohen. I'd also if like you not to sign us. off on Lavender Bush, by the way. Can I have Daisy Earl? <laughs> <laughs> that is Lavender Bush, a.k.a. Daisy Earl. Thank you. If you liked this episode, please tell someone. Tell your cheesemonger. Tell your fishmonger. Tell your friend you're going to exchange cookbook lists. Tell anyone. And please like and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. You can also follow us on the socials. How the number two survive your... No, what is it? 
how the number two survive pod on Twitter and Instagram or how to survive your life on Facebook. Or if you just like email, that's cool too. How to survive your life pod, all one word at gmail.com. Thank you so much. We will talk to you next week. Music by Jezza, by Jezza, by Jezza.